Welcome to Being Experiential Podcasting. I am Bethany Evans, and I'm here with my co-host, Aaron Pruitt. And today we are talking about energy healing with Kelly Evans. No relation to me, but she's still amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here, Kelly. Well, thank you for having me. And I would be delighted to be uh, related to you. I know, right? Well, you do have the being on the shorter statute stature side. um, That's true. You two have in common. I stood next to them the other day and I was like, damn, I don't feel tall ever. (laughs) And I'm feeling mighty tall. So, so we're so happy and, and pleased that we get to have Kelly Evans, who is like a little local treasure to us here in Ventura, California, who not only is a master healer and teacher, she's also the owner of the healing portal. And what she really focuses on with her clients is how to remove blocks to prevent um, to help people enhance them being able to move forward powerfully, happily, um, peacefully in their life. And the other cool thing too is Kelly is um, also the Healing Portal is a store known locally that sells crystals. And both Bethany and I, absolutely, they're like some of the highest vibrating crystals I've mm-hmm. been around and she handles them with integrity, picks them very selectively um people are like really do you have to do that with crystals yes you do oh yes Uh, so kelly thank you for joining us well thank you i'm so happy to be with you guys and i really want to support your efforts i love what you're doing with your podcast thank you and one of the cool things is and we'll talk about it later is one of the pieces that um, bethany and i really wanted to have you on is because so many people are losing their shit, struggling during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. We had elections, we've got the holidays, which we already know independently could be stressful. And the work you do, much of the work you do actually can be done remotely. So for those of you who are feeling isolated and like, how do I get my shit together, feel better, um, become more aligned with my higher self, just listen for most of what Kelly, if not all Kelly talks about is something she could do remotely across the globe. So yay for all of you. totally so kelly i we want to know in your words what is energy healing we know that there's talk therapy right where we have therapists coaches and then we have medical doctors that are sometime you know around medical needs and then we have body needs but energy healing is like a for some people it's their first time ever hearing this and for some people like i've heard it but if you asked me to define it, I would be like, eh, I'm not trying to say it. So what is it and why is it beneficial? Well, so we are all made of energy. Everything around us is energy. We're basically in quantum soup. So, I mean, at all times. So anything can be affected in a positive way because we are all energy. It's a matter of tuning into that channel and creating effect in a positive way. Uh, Deepak Chopra talks about us being all energy. You know, we are an expression, a ripple in the pool of energies in in this 3D body. So because of that, because that's the very origin, sometimes people refer to it as chi, we can create 
big, big changes for people. We can move blocks of energy of stuckness um, just by addressing how it's being held. So anything, emotional, physical, uh, energetic, mental issues start on an energetic level, but we're not trained to recognize the knocks from our soul saying, uh, uh, we're having a problem here. We need a trajectory change. Um, so what happens is it comes down on a more dense level, you know, more and more and more over the time. Um, and then lands on a physical level, which is what we usually respond to. That's when we go, okay, something's not right. Mm -hmm. And then it's been in our field for quite a while. So it's just the 3D manifestation of a problem that's already started on an energetic level. And I don't mean problem necessarily, just a, a nudge from our soul saying, okay, we want to be going a different direction. This is no longer fulfilling, or this is no longer where you need to be going. We want you to express your soul song, your destiny in this lifetime. And in order to do that, we need to move some, some uh, stuck energy on whatever level, energy, physical, emotional, mental. And I say that because it's important to know that it is all energy. And so it, it doesn't take like this other tool to work with an emotional stuckness and then this other tool to work with a physical stuckness. It is energy. But by the time it's landed on a physical level, what I like to do is address all levels. So it's kind of like the shotgun approach because yes, you could heal it um, with energy work alone. Absolutely, no doubt about it. And sometimes that happens just in a moment's time because we're in quantum times. But I also like to address, you know, uh, on a vibrational medicine, maybe there's a flower essence that would benefit you as well, not only on energetic level, but a physical level. Maybe there's some <laughs> herbs that would help your physical body move through it more rapidly along with the energy work. So I often couple energy work with, you know, recommendation on some level. Maybe your brain chemicals are at a deficient state that needs a bolstering to help you move through the healing more rapidly. So my many years, many years, and, and basically I came into this because I had healing opportunities. Um, I picked up tools on all levels, uh, homeopathy, flower essences, herbal uh, support, brain chemical support, um, exercises that can help the brain, the hemispheres, because why not use all the tools that you can to move th through things more rapidly? Mm -hmm. now, we are being gifted by much more quantum high vibrational energy pouring onto this planet right now anyway. So I like to say you take one step towards your healing and the universe takes 10 because we need healing at a higher level right now. I mean, we're on the precipice of some big opportunities. And so we need to get our vibration high. And remember too, all boats rise with the tide. So the more you do your personal healing, you are benefiting your family, you're benefiting your community and so forth. So it's literally what Thich Nhat Hanh says, tend your own garden because then it ripples out. I wish um, our listeners could see you because Kelly <laughs> is very, the hands are going. So it's almost like- That's that getting, Reiki moving. 
Yes. She's, she's doing it through her hand. <laughs> and I mean, Neil's, so Kelly and I have known each other for years and she was key to my own healing after the sudden death of my husband. And we've eaten together and sometimes her hands will wiggle. And I'm like, are you raking the food and are you blessing it? And she goes, all of it, all of the above. And I'm like, I would like to be included when you do that because she'll include like, my do, food. She'll just do like, <laughs> She'll just wiggle, like, you know, like magic fingers, like, yeah, spirit fingers, spirit fingers. And then I'm like, uh, I want that. And she was like, oh, okay. And now whether she's doing it or not, I'm always like, oh, there goes Callie blessing something. Yeah. They have it. a life of their own. They are off blessing and it's <laughs> energy flows out constantly. My intention is not only every morning is not only to be guided to persons, places, or things that will inform my next steps in being of service, but also to bless everyone I encounter, you know, and I don't mean necessarily me personally, but allowing source energy to flow through and for the highest and best good. Even with those crazy drivers? <laughs> even with those that uh, don't use the turn signals, even then. <laughs> right? I catch myself sometimes in the car. I say something bad about somebody who's driving badly. And then I'm like, that wasn't very nice. I take it back. I'm sorry. And I tell them I'm sorry because I just called him a fucking asshole or something. <laughs> yeah. I say, what were you thinking? Oh my gosh, really? Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm like, I feel like their mother. I'm like lecturing right. them from my car. Oh, totally. That's, that's what I think. I'm like, why am I so upset? Because they could have hurt somebody. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Callie's going, ring a ding a ding a ding a ding <laughs> it's a blessing of the middle finger. I oh, yeah. with Bless the royal you. bird. <laughs> oh my God. I, I read this really cool meme or whatever on, you know, the source of all knowledge of social media, but it was really very humbling. And it said, it was like, um, I'm a brand new driver. So please, you know, take that, you know, please you're considering and the meme said something like, you know, why don't we approach everyone with that consideration? You know, know what's happening in their life. You know, maybe they have a loved one who's having a very difficult time. Maybe they just lost their job, especially right now. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, I mean, small businesses are closing. I mean, you don't know if that person who maybe didn't use their turn signal didn't just lose their business. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're really being asked to just give a lot of space, a lot of room and as much hard energy as possible. That's what I love about you so much, Kelly, is you're always bring, always bringing it back to the love and being open hearted always. Well, it's an ongoing lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you but you say it so eloquently, like when we're all talking about we're all complaining and bitching about shit. And then you're like, you bring it back to that. And then we're like, oh, OK, Kelly. <laughs> This is why you're a master healer and teacher, right? So Aww. speaking of that, let's talk about how you got into this work and maybe some of your personal journey beforehand. Because this is such a, I was listening to you talk and I'm like, Aaron and I, like, you know, we're kind of immersed in this world, but it's a very meta topic, right? You say words like quantum and things like that. And some people are going to be like, what the hell is she talking about? <laughs> like, you know, and so how did you get into this world of energy? And, you know, now you're at a very high level and you've been doing it for years. Um, what led you here? Well, 
So there's a very real thing called the wounded healer. And I am the post child for that. <laughs> it talks about, you know, who, healers are not necessarily born. Of course they are, but oftentimes we come in with a huge healing opportunity of our own. And that's exact. And, and, you know, I know on a higher level, I chose that when I came yeah. in. I chose a very difficult childhood so that I could gain, you know, the experience and the tools and have the journey of the self-healing so that I would, you know, then later, of course, I didn't know it at the time, have that huge tool belt and the compassion to help others. So, um, you know, very difficult childhood led to uh, drug addiction and a very long time spent uh, dwelling in some of the darker realms. And as a result of that, I started looking for healing uh, opportunities for myself. And, you know, long, while I was still in corporate world, I was looking for herbs and homeopathic to, to help myself and others. In fact, when I left my last corporate job, my, my boss, who I love dearly, was like, oh my God, that is so perfect for you where you're going. You would always try to push some weird herb on us or something. <laughs> show up in the meetings with that nasty apple cider vinegar stuff, you know, so it has been a part of my life, you know, regardless of what career I was in for a very, very long time, because I was curious. It just, it made sense to me that the beautiful, amazing Gaia, our mother that, that birthed us would have what we would need to heal us. I mean, it just, I knew that on an instinctive level. And so I went about finding that from the get-go. I was like, you know, um, not a, I don't mean, the Western medicine has a very beautiful place in our lives. When I was in a motorcycle accident, I was very grateful for Western medicine. Yeah. But I think that there's, you know, a whole lot more to be gotten from, you know, vibrational medicines and tuning into your body and asking it what it wants. So anyway, fast forward, um, my, I was in a, I loved my job. I absolutely loved my job and they were moving to Texas. And so I was suddenly at a fork in the road and thinking very strongly about moving to Texas. Cause as I said, I love my job, but it was a, a perfect timing in that one of the projects I was working on got debunked or got pulled, uh, trashed after about four years. And I had worked really, really, really hard on it. And it made me go, okay, wait a minute. Is this software implementation what I want to look back on my deathbed and and you know consider my accomplishment? And I I really didn't. I mean, uh, deep down inside, I knew that it was that I was supposed to do more. And so I went to an aura reader. Uh, strangely enough, and I think that was in two thousand three. And she affirmed probably what I suspected is like, uh, no, you're, you're, I see healing and I see teaching. Well, at the time I'm like teaching, ah, oh, teaching, oh, no, <laughs> healing. Yes. You know, because I could just couldn't imagine myself as a teacher. So I put huge amounts of faith in that. And I also knew on some inner, inner guidance. So I turned down the relocation package 
to Texas. I started taking classes in massage in Santa Barbara almost immediately while I was finishing up my uh, gig. And uh, much to the horror of my family, I left a very good paying job in corporate and uh, started out on my journey as a healer, as a massage therapist. And she said, she said, you know, the doorway for you will be massage, but you are headed somewhere that neither one of us even knows, which I look back on and I, I just think, boy, if she only knew how true that was, because the journey has been so like, like rad, I mean, you couldn't have charted it. It just <laughs> twists and turns and sudden elevations and meet another person and learn a whole nother um, modality. So that's kind of how it happened. And I'll have to say the first couple of years were rough. It was really rough to make that transition from a highly left brain business, you know, technology and finance. And where I did, I excelled, I succeeded. I was, um, I loved that job and I was good at it to something that I was not at all, you know, I was just growing. I was just birthing the right uh, brain, the even though I came into this planet with strong psychic abilities, I had stuffed them and hid them because they scared me and my family. So I had to like unearth them. I had to grow them. I had to find a way to uh, make a living. Um, and so it was kind of, it was really tough. So here I am 17 years later and my family's finally going up. Oh, well, I guess you were right. <laughs> I guess this is what you're supposed to do. So from, I know a lot of our listeners are going to wonder about like, how do you know when, so there's two questions is how do I know when I would need a certain type of healing? Like when do I go to my doctor? When do I maybe go to a therapist or a coach? When do I do go to an energy healing? How can, can you help someone kind of guide them? We know all are beneficial but if you are trying to prioritize and or you are, let's say just, you know, resources are low now, how would one discern who, what, when, where? Well, that's a very personal uh, uh, decision. Now, I would, I would want to say if you have any indication that you should see your doctor do so. I mean, right. Mm. That. Um, alternative is not you know, a replacement, it's an adjunct. And that's important to say, you know, eventually they're becoming bridged more and more over the years. And I've been witnessing the wonderful um, marriage of the two. But if you're at all thinking you might need to see a, your Western medicine doctor do so, don't, I mean, don't even question it, just make, make it happen. In terms of the counseling, now I'm going to be, I'm a little bit so here's what happened for me. I had been in counseling for years, like decades. Um, and I got to a point where I said, enough. I mean, I don't want to talk about when I was five anymore. It's, it has yielded all that it's going to yield. I need something to move through it and let's get her done, so to speak. And the universe, I swear to God, within a month guided me to my uh, one of the most powerful modalities I use in my practice, which was quantum energetic disciplines. I got an invite to be a part of someone's practicum, just out of the blue, right? <laughs> out of the blue, not so out of the blue. And I, that was a turning point in my life. 
So for me, I feel like now, and I don't, counseling has such a beautiful place in our lives. And, um, you know, a lot of people know when they need that, like say they're having marital problems or they're um, grieving. There's an overlap though, between counseling and energy work, at least the work I do, because a lot of what is managed in counseling can be handled in the energy work, the quantum energetic disciplines, the Reiki, the creative life sciences. Um, and for me, I'm like, let's, let's move it. Let's move it. And so if you want to move on a really rapid pace, I would probably try the energy work, but I'm, I'm trying to be careful because I don't want to diss the counseling. The counseling is huge and important and has its own place. Yeah. So I, I invite you to tune in and just, just listen to, you know, feel your body. Like, do you feel an expansion when you think about setting up an appointment with a counselor? Do you feel just the tiny bit of opening, the tiny bit of uh, relief? Or do you feel like uh, that, that kind of makes me feel heavy? I would like to try this because it makes me feel lighter. And ultimately that's the kind of direct revelation guidance i would like everybody to be utilizing tuning into their own knowing yeah mm -hmm. and i've seen it like i really recommend clients like i'll refer out and say you know i think this is more of a therapist because i'm being an intuitive coach i'm fast-paced like i know my pace mm -hmm. so you have to be really ready like i don't want to discuss running a marathon we're going to run we're going to start running mm -hmm. and but in addition to that, what I notice when I get clients and I've referred many clients to Kelly is they'll have the aha on an intellectual, on a mind, but you can tell that they're like, there's something still clinging to them that pulls them back into maybe patterns of thoughts or behaviors that they, they're almost like can't break from. Mm -hmm. And when someone's super confused and they can't like, I don't know why I keep going to jobs where I have a loss of power, I could see it coming, but I, I don't. And we've talked about it intellectually got it. Um, one of the things I'll say is, you know, maybe look at going to an energy healer because what if it's in your body yeah. or your subconscious that we, you want to help unhook from that kind of pull back to old patterns and the other thing is, is when they're confused. Sometimes I find when someone's confused about something or why, and they've broken down the process, so they, that, but they're still confused. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's more of a subconscious thing. Like maybe it's something you can't intellectualize your way in to heal. It has to be something that is, your intellect has to go night night and let your body <laughs> and your spirit like take, take, control to shift mm -hmm. this for you yeah i think that's a good point because i think we're taught in this society that you know we can intellectually mud wrestle anything yeah <laughs> yeah right? totally totally and then you feel stupid when they go yeah i've gone to therapy like i <laughs> i had a client i don't know like a month ago maybe a little bit more said okay i was going to therapy um because i know i have some rooted issues in trusting men. And then when I found myself starting to fall asleep four months later, I realized 
maybe I should do something else. And I want to do, and she chose, she goes, I'm going to do rapid fire with you, Aaron. Like really, I want to transform it, but I'm also going to get energy work because maybe coming at those from the two ends, it's kind of like, you know, if you have like heart disease, you're going to change the way you eat and you're going to exercise. So you're coming, mm-hmm. healing something from multiple levels, but attacking the issue that you want to address. Yeah. So it can be a ad, not adjunct. What's the word when you add it to? Adjunct. 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 That works, right? <laughs> sure. Okay. I should probably know that. <laughs> Kelly's working with me like, hmm. And Bethany's looking at me like, you stupid. I don't know what no. you say. <laughs> no, you're not stupid. That's not, I'm like, I can't help you because I don't know. I can look it up and tell you. <laughs> I was thinking like, I could be an adjunct ther- uh, professor. And adjunct. I was like, well, am I saying it right? Yeah, okay. I don't know what that word means. Anyways. Yeah. Okay, so, we, so you mentioned one of the tools that you use, which is quantum energetic discipline, right? That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. So could you tell us maybe about the few main tools that you use with your clients and like what each of them do? Because there's a difference between them, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Excuse me. So yes. And what's interesting, I just want to say this, uh, what I've noticed in the last year or two is the work has evolved to become more of uh, the sum total of the parts, meaning that you no longer is it like, okay, pull out this tool and use it exclusively. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of hit me like an anvil uh, not too long ago that it, it's coalescing into its own uh, expression. So it's like, I may say I'm using quantum energetic disciplines, but what I've observed is that it's, it's just become its own body of work. Yeah. It, um, and it and exponentially more powerful. And I say that, and I think that it's because we need it now. I mean, we're we're hitting we're hitting this level of angst on the planet, planet wide. I mean, the fear and the uh, anxiety and the uh, anger and the what well, we see the anger. I mean, just look at the election for heaven's sakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much up that I feel like everything just got ratcheted up in the sense of it's become almost alchemic, alchemic, alchemical. Yeah. The way that people who can see the energy have told me that I walk into a room and it shifts the whole uh, component. Mm-hmm. I'm not aware of it. I was brought into this planet with a, a Neptune piece in my um, chart that keeps me um ignorant about my abilities which is actually kind of a blessing because i don't get to you have the dick factor well i feel like no you don't no, I've your, people your have ego. The dick factor no yeah. so i feel like then she doesn't have her ego involved right that totally. attaches myself yourself to it and because you know so that you can stay in your pure vibration yeah it's very it's it's yeah i think it's served me and sometimes it, it kicks my ass because it's a real lack of clarity but what yeah. I, keep repeating is you know i want to be of service i want to be of service to the highest and best good so then mm-hmm. just takes me out of the equation so yeah. i've got one of i so i originally trained in massage then i went into reiki and um i went through um several levels of reiki including um karuna i'm a master teacher of yusui karuna and holy fire now holy fire came down in 2014 and i didn't mean came it was gifted to the planet and it exponentially changed 
the whole formula. And that is when I started to become a teacher. Um, 2014, Holy Fire, um, I got back from Glastonbury where I received my attunement in Stonehenge on a full moon. It was, wow. it was epic, but I got back and there was a British woman on my answering machine uh, who was saying, I want you to teach me Karuna. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I just don't teach. And she calls back a couple days later, my guides say that you're going to teach me Karuna. <laughs> I'm like, dang. But I, you're not I, used to being in battle with other people's guides. You should like right? showing them they have guides. Yeah. What? Anyway, I bless her heart every day because she stalked me. In, <laughs> she stalked me. And she was a, um, an experienced teacher herself. So we, we made an arrangement. She was going to teach me how to teach her. And, you know, I gave her a little bit of a deal on the Karuna, but it was a blessing. It was like short of the universe dropping somebody on my front doorstep. Yeah. Here, you're going to learn how to teach. And I, I, I have loved it ever since. I absolutely loved it. So anyway, that's the genesis of um, Reiki. I learned creative life science, which is a very targeted, uh, more of a psychic um, approach in terms of learning to tune into the stream of life and and get information um i was one of the top students in there and um you know really learned my psychic and clairvoyant uh, abilities through uh nand harjani was the teacher then i've learned uh uh multi-dimensional healing i went to brazil to see john of god and uh, met a woman strangely enough uh, from Colorado, who trained me in all kinds of energy manipulation. Um, so there's, they all kind of come together. And then I've got homeopathy, I've got flower essences, long, many years studies of that, uh, herbal remedies, um, and um, shaman. So I trained in integral uh, shamanism, core shamanism in 2018. And that really, really, really landed. That called many lifetimes forward in my healing in terms of um, informing how I move through the world um, in healing. And what I believe to be true is that I will soon be able to access my many lifetimes of healing consciously. So probably unconsciously they move through me in uh, healing sessions, but I have been told that soon I will be able to consciously access all of those many, many, and, and I've been told that every lifetime I was on this, any planet, I was a healer. So um, it's kind of the, the crescendo in this lifetime. And then you also have your crystals, which crystals have been a part of your life since you were a child, right? Because you said your dad was <laughs> very know, much into it. Yes, I remember. It's so funny because the crystals became a part of my healing business, uh, healing uh, protocol and business probably about four years ago, maybe five years ago. And it's mainly because of my love of crystals. But mm -hmm. in Reiki, crystals are used for healing grids. And um, I thought, well, why don't, if I'm going to be teaching, why don't I have the things that the students will need here? Well, that was just the toe in the door, let me tell you. 
Um, and it bloomed from there. Now I, I um, I'm a purveyor, I like to believe, because I am I do only handpick and then I Reiki infuse all the crystals and jewelry that I offer. Uh, oftentimes they get Reiki rose petal baths in my backyard, Ooh. getting ready to um, you know be utilized in in not only my healing practices, I do use them to heal with uh, people. Um, I also sell them and teach them how to use them in their home. But my dad, so I like to believe I'm the perfect blend of my mother and my father late in life because my dad was a geophysicist. He was a doctor of um, geophysics and he would come to my elementary school with trays and trays and trays. It was one of my better memories of my childhood <laughs> of and you know all of these amazing things to share. You know, it was like, you know, dad day or career. Yeah. And I was so proud. I was so proud. And then we would go on family trips, usually over the Rockies into Utah, and he would be explaining all of the rock formations as we drove, much to my mother's dismay. But <laughs> so, and then my mother was an extraordinary shepherd. I mean, she really was. I mean, all of the beautiful woodwork in my studio, beautiful carved is as a result of her efforts at thrift stores for heaven's sakes god bless you mom <laughs> two of these things have uh, coalesced into my love of um crystals and so covid has actually provided some very interesting opportunities for me to start to reach out and connect with uh very ethical suppliers and um ratchet up my game in that arena in terms of you know, looking into setting up a program where, you know, everything is coming in from ethically mined, they're then Reiki infused, and then giving a portion of my sales to, um, you know, some charity that I think would need our help. I'm very active in the animal rescue community, so probably would edge that way. <laughs> Erin's laughing. <laughs> she says that's an understatement. Oh, Kelly, yes, you're you love it. She's like, I'll say something like, oh, we'll talk about kids or, and she'll be like, well, the animals, like, it's like, right. okay, yes, Kelly. Yes. I mean, which I'm, you know, I adore my dog and I adore animals, but Kelly takes it to another level. It is. Um, well, she doesn't have any say. human children. So, you know. Oh, I don't children. think. Yeah. But I don't think if she, I think she would like the animals more than if she did have <laughs> a human child. That's my assertion. I mean, well, that might be true. I like my dog sometimes better than my kid, so I get that. Well, I got to admit, your dog and your kid are like really... Neck and neck. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... But you did good on both. Thank you. Yeah. I'm actually had an animal communicator help. She's the one that picked the dog for me. She's like, there's oh. your dog. And I was like, oh, where's my dog? And she's like, your dog's in Venice, like California. And I'm like, that's like an over an hour away. She's like... Well, then go. <laughs> like, so what, Erin? What's your like, point? <laughs> could you pick something in Ventura County? Nope. And I was like, mm -hmm. all right. So now I'm too glad. Yes, totally. He's a sweetheart. Okay, so I have a question for you, Kelly. Yes. Um, when someone's looking for a healer, so most people here listening are like, oh my God, I adore Kelly, and they're going to, you know, reach out to you. But if let's say they want to meet someone in person or not in the area, what would you say to look for when you're deciding to choose to work with a healer? 
And let's say that, you know, I want to go see a man or whatever it is. What would you say? Hey, here's some tips from Kelly Evans to look for when seeking out a healer. Wow, that's a great question. You know, it, it really does go back to, again, how does that person make your body feel? Mm. Really wanting to, um, to in, uh, continually enhance your connection with your soul and what, what, uh, what vibrationally matches your soul's desire. So I would make sure that they, you know, have training and have some credentials. I mean, I'm not saying that all healers do, but if you're a newbie, that's probably the best way to know that at least, you know, there's some, something backing their claims. Mm -hmm. I definitely look at for testimonials and reviews. Um, that is why I'm very, um, I encourage my people to do reviews on Yelp or Google business, because I think people should research that. How did that land for you? You know, I, I, mm -hmm. it's really important. And if your healer doesn't have any testimonials or reviews, you know, you might want to ask them if they could provide you for some, because I think it's important to know how this person landed for somebody else. Yeah. And hopefully more than just one person. More than just one person. Also, you yeah. want to wonder why they don't have any reviews. <laughs> yeah. true, true enough. I mean, yeah. I'm just kind of winging it in terms of, you know, bottom line, I would, I would invite you to take, you know, make sure you're breathing down into your solar plexus, getting you know, really full breaths in and just ask your, you know, when you think of say Larry, Larry, the shaman or tinkle bell, the uh, Reiki person, <laughs> Take a deep breath, let go of the outcome, you know, don't have attachments to the outcome and just see how does, how does, when I think about this person, not in anything else, except for how will this person relate? How does that make my body feel? Do I feel a little bit of expansion or opening or do I feel, con you know, contracted? Mm going to be your best clue there's also something that i wish i you know, could show you but it's called a body pendulum that you can use for anything you can use it for vitamins what you're going to eat next you know what healer might serve you and that's holding so like you write a healer down on a piece of paper and you hold it up to your heart chakra which is the center of your chest it's right where you would imagine it'd be because the heart and you would you stand up and you just make sure you're breathing fully because when you're in a shallow breath, you don't have access to your soul's information. You're more into flight or fight. Think about you're more of a martini glass, not letting information in from source, as opposed to a tumbler where you're letting so much information come through. And we'll talk a little bit later about how you can do that more, uh, more fully. But let go of the outcome and then ask yourself if this is a good for me, whatever it is, food, vitamin, or healer, let me rock forward. And if not, let me rock backwards. And that's a, kind of a really shortened version of it, but don't make it be a really big deal and don't lock your knees. And you would be surprised. I've taught people, you know, in off the street this, and they are astonished at how well it works. So that is a really good way to just tune into your, your very source and to know what is best for you.
Now, you will want a, your screen. I don't do well with men or men have abused me in the past. Maybe that's not going to be a good match for you. You'll yeah. wanna, there's some left brain in this. <laughs> now, this person uh, you know, works out of an alley versus, you know, maybe a healing center. And that being said, not all wonderful healers are in a um, brick and mortar. You know, that's not always the case, but I'm pretty sure the back of the alley left brains <laughs> on right on that one. You, know? <laughs> you, you don't want to do healing out of a van. Well, <laughs> unless it's mobile healing, I guess. Mobile healing. <laughs> yeah. I come to you. Here's my table. Right. <laughs> you know, and a very amazing student of mine was planning on doing that very thing. And she would have been astonishing at it. It didn't oh. realize, but she wanted to be able to reach, you know, um, that is a good idea. Maybe didn't have access to cars or that type of thing. It was a beautiful vision of hers. So mm. I, that's entirely possible. I've not ever seen one. I've seen somebody with a magnetic sign for, you know, healing, but it usually indicates a, yeah. a location. Yeah. If we could do tacos in a truck, we could definitely do healing in a truck. Right? I mean, just don't park in an alley so your left brain doesn't shit itself. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. No alley. No alleys. <laughs> Although California is kind of short on alleys. So we probably. <laughs> That's true. You know, and I want to add one other thing. You know, we. No. No. Oh, all right. No, just kidding. Up, Aaron. <laughs> you know, be mindful of your own needs around COVID. Mm. So if you are you know, having concerns, look for somebody who can do it remotely. And if not, if you want to be in person, make sure that person is accommodating in a COVIDly friendly way so that you don't have that a top of mind. You're not worried about am I getting germs while you're trying to heal. Yeah. That is counter, you know, counter effective. Yeah. Okay. And I think our, we want to talk a little bit about our own experience uh, when we were in your studio. Do you call it a studio or a healing center? I'm getting all discombobulated with well, and getting that's, it right. You know, I, it's funny because I've always had like one room or whatever, and it was always a studio. In fact, my name used to be the healing studio. And then for reasons of a dissolved partnership it moved into the healing portal and actually i got zapped with that name i'm sitting on my couch and the universe thunderbolted me on that name so it was clearly supposed to be anyway so i when i have open studio hours it's a studio but i moved into a place where i was hoping to really create community healing and mm -hmm. So I started referring to it as a wellness center because it was a very large space where I could do, <clears throat> pardon me, sound healing and past life regressions, <clears throat> pardon me, but then COVID hit. So I was blossoming into the healing center, but COVID has got me back as the healing studio. <clears throat> <laughs> so I, um, well, that's how I found Kelly. I was going through my own uh, healing journey after my late husband died. And I was telling my therapist and I was telling my medical doctor and I was telling my chiropractor, hey, I got this chest, this thing on my chest and this thing in my hips and I can't breathe. And, and finally my therapist is like, you know, maybe you might wanna to go to a healer. And I was like, oh. 
which is hilarious because, you know, at that point I wasn't, I had a small practice healing at a intuitive coaching practice, but I was familiar with healers, but I just didn't think to go because it was a physical thing manifested. And so um, she hands me the card and I almost fell off the couch because it's so healing portal. I thought my friends made fun of me like a year before because we went on this like weekend girls weekend retreat and i thought they had one of the ladies had um a hole a window and i thought it was called a porthole not a porthole <laughs> and so whenever i would see anyone would see it they take pictures like all six of them would send me shit about this portal port. look aaron there she here's a porthole aaron <laughs> and so when i saw this i was like Chris would totally send me to a fucking portal because he wants to make fun of me again. I so it. I walked out of there, didn't even drive home, didn't even leave her, her parking lot before I called Kelly and was like, all right, I got to make an appointment. I don't know who you are, but between the therapist and the fucking healing portal, I was like, <laughs> I'm in. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so um, Bethany, we wanted to, we wanted to share with our our listeners. We really had an opportunity earlier this week to go into the Hertz Healing Center studio I, um, to have our own energy healing. So you mm-hmm. want to share a little bit about that, and you and I can bounce back and forth. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I I mean, I, what I notice is like I just actually just love being in your space, probably because of all the crystals and everything too. But <laughs> just like mm-hmm. I get to be there twice a month, and I'm so lucky and I'm grateful. But so when we got there, it was funny because we just like chatted for like an hour and a half and we didn't even do our healing session, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> the three of us yeah. together, we can talk, but there's um, a synergy and shit talking happening among yeah. the metaphysical yeah. uh, intuitives. Right. But what I noticed that we talked about this earlier was um, I'm kind of like where I've analyzed to death the things that are happening within me, like the reasons that I do certain things and patterns. And I'm a coach, so I coach myself in my head. Um, and then your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we would like a film of that if that were. To- yeah, if you do that, that's a new. That's a whole that's new, new toolbox <laughs> kit. I don't even know ass. how that would work. Um, oh, I'm sure you come up with something. Oh, shh, shush. Um, so that we started talking about like that. And that's kind of what I was talking about is like, I know that there's this energy around self-worth and patterns and relationships. How I give my, if something goes wrong in like, say a relationship or something, like I immediately go to like, Oh, I'm not worth it. There's something wrong with me, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and, and what I love also about Kelly is I feel like she always can really tune in and like, she is compassionate and she understands what it is I'm experiencing and she can put words to it. So she makes me feel very safe. So thank you, Kelly. Um, and yeah. And then what was the one thing I was going to say? Shoot. I can't, can you talk about yours, Erin? Cause I, I yeah. totally had a brain fart. <laughs> so the first thing we did Kelly was the quantum energetic where you had us, I call it the bitching and complaining where we, yeah sit in whatever we're bitching and complaining about, which mine is like, I, my story, my experience intuitives have shared, like you're standing next to money. Like, yes, you pull, reach in almost like a waterfall, right? That's how it feels. There's an abundance in the universe. And I, every once in a while, reach in, grab a little, grab enough, but I never feel like it's flowing on me. And, um, so you had us bitch and complain about that. Mm -hmm. And that would be called the quantum energetic what is the name of that sucker? 
So uh, we call it QED, Quantum Energetic Disciplines by Joe Okay, and I like then, that yeah, that was, and that was really nice because that actually, and then Kelly always processes with you afterwards and you can feel it in your body because she starts with bitch and complain, just in your head, say whatever you want. And I literally feel like I run out of steam yeah. and I go, oh, it's kind of like, you're mad at someone and then they turn to you and say, I'm sorry. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. I'm, I'm, the anger just dissipates. I think that's how it feels to do that exercise with you, Kelly. What has totally. got you worked up and twisted and ah, and then you're working it. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, she still wants us to keep doing this. Okay. What was I, what was I doing again? I'm just the energy behind that mm-hmm. dissipates. And then yeah. you had us. Or you can say something about that, Bethany. You made a Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, that I I agree. Like you, at, there becomes a point more towards the end. Of course, she's timing it, and then she's gonna tell us when to stop. But yeah. um, towards the end, you get that kind of. I get a very calming, peaceful feeling. Like okay, it's like I feel like the energy's left. You know, mm-hmm. like you can actually feel that it's gone, and you feel mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot more at ease, even though you're still thinking about it. It doesn't have as much charge. Yeah, and then. What? Can I just say something? Um, I'm not timing it. I'm being oh, guided. Oh, gotcha, so gotcha. And then, look, you're well, fucking it up. She doesn't yeah. time it. I don't oh, know how she works. My eyes are her. closed. My I eyes know. are closed. I don't know. But, <laughs> her time is up. Here's the other thing I want to say about that, and I'm because I'm really being guided to. You know, I think it's important. It's a karma-free zone where you get to bitch and moan. And here's what I think is so valuable about it. So many times we're told, think positively. Oh, we're going to reframe that. Yeah. Oh, there's, you can't stuff your feelings because it will come out another way. And I, it makes me kind of frustrated with some of the healing world or some of the spiritual world where it's like, uh, 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 whatever you do, don't, you know, express your true feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, women have been doing that for years. They've been stuffing. And then they're, it's amazing. They're like depressed in their forties. Well, they've stuffed. They're not allowed to be angry. They're not allowed to process the way they feel. We would not come on this planet with emotions if we weren't supposed to experience it. Mm-hmm. I think that's why that is so helpful. Who gives yeah. you permission to like whine and complain, right? Whine and complain, yeah. They don't want to hear it. They want <laughs> to be on the sunny side of things, right? So I just, I'm really passionate about this. It's important to process and express your feelings. We have them for a reason. <laughs> no, I, I, I am totally, I mean, I know we're both totally with you. And I think that's something around, they call it like toxic positivity. It's where you're not allowing, we're in a duality, right? We are positive. Yeah. Hopeful. And we're like, what the fuck scared, but the fear is meant to be experienced to launch you forward. Um, so I, and to process out. Yes, exactly. Okay. So the next thing you had us do is we sat in chairs and you had, I have a, um, lower back issue from above my butt cheek well clearly it's above my butt that's where the back it lower back is but it feels like it's almost on my ass and you had um, processing like bethany out of your ass and you just totally. right yeah you're the that was you not me <laughs> you, i'm gonna come up with I'm gonna i was invest. processing in my heart I'm going to come up with an ass processing thing and make millions. And you guys are going to be like, oh, trade me. I'm like, 
Well, maybe. <laughs> Don't be, t- you know, you weren't positive enough about what I was creating. Right? Yeah. Um, no, and then with that, you walked around with us. So I was looking at that was physical element for me. What were you, Bethany, doing? Because I was in my world doing my shit. Right. Mine was more, mine's more emotional. It was like more heart healing. And oh, then yeah. like, so mine's like my heart and my solar plexus. And then, of course, during the process, I would see visions when Bethany was talking and then Kelly would interact with them. I'm like, wait, wait, does it look like this, Kelly? Like, I was so like, I'm seeing this. And Kelly's like, yes, good job, Erin. Like, I know, it was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Erin was yeah. very helpful. I, was, I just <laughs> wanted you guys there. I was just like seeing stuff and I totally was seeking validation. Like, yeah, you know, like, is that, is that was- what you're seeing? I love it. So, oh. <laughs> well, but also I thought it was, Go ahead. Oh, Bethany. I, was gonna say, I thought it was, go, sorry, my internet kind of like is wonky right now, but um, yes. I thought it was funny though. The two of you were going back and forth when I was sharing my story <laughs> about what was going on. And then you were like, but Kelly, she's trying to say like this. And then Kelly's like, yeah, but she's also saying this. You guys were like fighting. And I had this realization afterwards. I was like, oh my God, it's like the two aspects of me fighting with each other inside my head. <laughs> Like literally that's the shit that goes on within my, my head. Like, you know, I can see how it, but I can also see this side and you know, that's my Libra, right? Like <laughs> I love it. we were exemplifying your Libra. You were. And it's funny because my mom and dad, so Kelly and I, um, pretty much, I think, I don't know if I forced you to be my friend after working with Kelly for so many years sure. and then developing <laughs> my own practice. I was like, all right, we're friends. Like, that's just the way we are. And Kelly was like, uh, okay. And then somehow my mom and dad did the same thing to you, Kelly. Like, oh, we're friends. And uh, my mom's like, I'm just telling you, the longer you and Kelly know each other, the more you act like sisters. Mm-hmm. You two. And I'm like, what? And then I'll, we'll be in a moment like that with you, Bethany, where we're yeah. like, well, this, when well, no, we're about this, did it? And almost like you could leave the room and we're like going to go you for guys- 20 minutes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> It's not even about me anymore. <laughs> and then we go back to like, okay, yeah, we like we got to an agreement, and it's never, it's not like an angry, it's like this d- commitment to understand and voice. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. Yes. yes. So Bethany, you're our little sister now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'll be little and younger. Right. Yeah. Little <laughs> and younger. And we really do appreciate you giving us that stature. Uh, yeah. Right? You guys feel tall around me. Yes, thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. what was what was that called, Kelly, when you had to sit in the chairs? So what I did was a healing attunement. For some reason, um, you know, what I do is I create with my clients that are coming up that day. I spend time in the morning creating a healing container for each one of them. And sometimes I get information about what the session's gonna look like you know, what to plan on. And that's why I knew one of you had a physical issue because I was, I was cued in the morning by my, um, my helpers. So, um, that was called a healing attunement and it's a Reiki function. Um, and what I find it is to be really very powerful in terms of moving energy. And, and when I say moving energy, I, that can mean like a complete healing in that moment. Yeah. I have, I've had that happen I mean, so many times. And if for some reason it is for your highest and best good that it takes place over a period of time, so it's not maybe so chaotic, then that's what's going to happen for you. Um, so the healing attunement. And that was Kelly's sound. Making. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm like trash. <laughs> <in the night. laughs> 
crashing my wire management thing. Anyway, um, so at the end, though, there was some what's called aura clearing. Um, it was originally called psychic surgery in mm. um, international uh, Reiki uh, training. But they moved it to aura cleaning to make it more palatable. And I just knew that you both needed a little bit of additional and I, you clearing. And I think why it is, is because you work with public, you work with people. And so what happens for us as healers or anybody who works with other people is we have a tendency to kind of get glommed on. And I don't mean that it's a, it's a purposeful thing. It's just an interaction of auric field sometimes. Yeah things stick yeah and it's it's never ideal for things somebody else's stuff to stick to you yeah. you know i often will have students go "Ooh, i worked on this person and i felt it in my stomach and it's like no that's not our goal that's never our goal because yeah. what it does is makes you less of a like pure conduit um you know medical intuitives might might use that as a way that they do it but in terms of the healing work uh that i teach and and have experienced generally you don't want to be having physical manifestations of it no. what that was the end part was clearing other people's goobers so to speak that's a technical mm -hmm. term out of your field so that both of you could be even more effective and so that you would experience a, a more fluid um uh life experience so you on a physical level because you're your butt Aaron mm -hmm. Bethany her heart her heart has some scarring that's yeah you know, and that affects both of these affects how you move through life now mm -hmm. all right Miss Kelly Evans so how are you feeling now Aaron Pruitt I'm feeling good. So Kelly told me two things. One was I'm feeling it um, loosened. And today I went and did weights. So I go to a gym where they have classes and I looked at her and I said, I can't, I can't deadlift for three weeks. And then she's like, okay. And I saw that because they show you what workout, it's a fast moving pace and you go to different spots to do stuff. And there's only one deadlift. And I saw that she did. I'm like, well, I can't do that. And then later she goes, well, you know, actually you might be able to, you just point your foot. And I remember sitting there and I was like, uh-huh. Cause she tells me this in the middle of doing some squat with 50 pounds. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever you're saying. But then later I was breathing through the next couple exercises for the deadlift. And then I looked at her and I was like, I can't do it. So I need you to come up with an alternative. And she, it was wonderful because um, I think my own personal power, like, and not my competition, not looking good, whatever comes up for me around exercise that doesn't work as well. And I, and she got it. the message. She was clear. Like second time she was like, all right, got it. And so when I got to that part of the workout, she walked over and said, here's what I'm having you do. And this won't touch the lower back. But I remember being like one that I did it because, and then two was like having to tell her like, I'm not going to do this. So you, I need you. So it was a little He's, bit owning my space and protecting my body. Right. And setting good boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Good. good. So good job. Because yeah. Here's the deal. That plate, that part of your body is calling out. Yes. You need to heal. So that's what we need to do. Cause if we're committed to growth, spiritual growth, that includes listening to what our body needs or our emotions need or whatever. That's yeah. pivotal and primary. 
the people, I can't tell you how many uh, injuries I have as a result of people at gyms not listening to me. And, mm. and then I get competitive and I think, well, if they think I can do it, who the hell are they to think I can do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was giving my personal power over and over again. And I, at 61, have some of the physical ramifications as a result of that. So good for you, sister. You know, I think that's definitely something with energy work that I have gotten better at um, formalizing and getting my body gets behind it too. like say what is true for you. And I was laughing. I was like, I could just imagine her saying, oh, is it your doctor? And I said it with such authority, like I'm not allowed to. And and I and I was gonna tell her if she asked, I was gonna be like, no, my energy healer said no. They yeah. The universe told her three weeks, and I say shit like that every once in a while because I just try to break up people's thought patterns around, like oh, you must have gone to your medical doctor, your you know Western medical or your PT, like oh wait, your healer and. (laughs) But uh, it was, so it was great. So thank you. I love um, that. So let me check. Bethany, how are you feeling? How is that whole? Kelly's rubbing her chest. Uh, yes. Chest, yes. As she's asking Bethany. I said, and now she's <laughs> her boobs. So oh, you'll guarantee this is, uh, oh, Bethany did it back. Just, I like to narrate what's going on. So everyone can get <laughs> a nice you guys visual. See. If you knew the size of, like now we've got, and we also have a plethora of boob sizes here. So some people, <laughs> It's a big handful. For me, I might need two hands. So now you all know. Okay. By the way, humor is important to healing. And I right? yeah. <laughs> live by that. Totally. Yeah. So I Bethany, feel, how'd I you wake great. up? So yesterday, so I've been distracted with work just because I've had to do like just deadlines and all this stuff. It's the end of the semester. So that has been, but I made a conscious effort to like not, because like before I would not check in with myself, just push through, right? Not give myself any time or space to rest or, you know, basically have boundaries energetically. Um, so I made it a point this morning before we started to like, just spend that time with myself. So you had recommended sending Reiki to myself, right? And then also I past live stuff came up for both Aaron and I during our, our session. And you had recommended I send Reiki um, to that past life that was affecting me. Um, in this pattern that keeps repeating. And so I did that this morning and I got a lot of really cool insights and just like who that past life person was and why they are like that even. Okay. So this, my left arm started aching when I was doing it. And I realized that there was something that had to do with that person. It was a woman, like she was an orphan and which is why I think I have all these, you know, like all the abandonment and stuff. Anyways, she was like, I think her arm was handicapped or something or like disfigured or something like that anyways uh, all these things started coming to me and I was like oh my god this is so weird <laughs> like but it was cool to like but then I and then I had this like image of me just like hugging her like into me right to like integrate her energy into mine because like the fear is that she's she's an orphan right so she gets left behind she isn't loved for who she is. Um, and she was also disfigured. So she was probably like ugly and, you know, like not attractive to other people. Mm-hmm. And so all of those things, like, and I realized where these like thought patterns I have around my self-worth and even, you know, physically being worried that I am like physically attractive, even though it's like, I mean, I know that I am like, I'm not, you know, like I'm not 
and I'm not just figured I have like, I am small, but that's actually <laughs> something I like. Um, yeah. So it's just all these things where we're like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. Um, where I have these like really like bad self, self-esteem issues, right? Um, so that was really cool that I did this morning and I gave myself a full body massage also. And you just had talked about self-love. And so I really did that this morning. Um, so I feel great. <laughs> I want to commend you on the instinctively knowing to integrate that that one that that wounded one mm-hmm. beautifully done because really that's it's almost like a form of soul retrieval yeah and so that was well done instinctively thank you I mean and that's Thanks. exactly what we're doing is we're calling back are splintered off parts. Yeah. Don't get through this childhood. You, I don't care if you've had the best childhood, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> Just looking at you, Aaron. <laughs> you, their job is to wound you, to scar you, so that you can then go about, you know, healing yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just true. And so it's calling back all those pieces that splintered off during, you know, past lives or this childhood or whatever it is that that's our true work our real work yeah it's important to say just one last thing you have to be fully whole you don't have to have accomplished the entire thing to be really effective in this world for those of us who tend to be perfectionists i i have to assure you you have much to give without having the whole thing handled Mm -hmm. totally so Kelly, the lover of and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and um, for where can people find you? Like they are interested in working with you energetically. Most likely if I have, if we have our way, we would have you back again to talk crystals, but not this round. We'll talk crystals another yes, time. Please. But how the hell do people find you? Well, I am readily available. Um, So my name is spelled K-E-L-L-E, Kelly. um, And I actually like that. Thank you, parents. Um, So you can reach me at kelly at healingportal.net. Not port hole. Not not, not (laughs) hole. So H-A-L-I-N-G-P-O-R-T-A-L.net. And I'm sorry it's long, but got I got it from above. Um, so you can find me at that email. My website is the same, www.healingportal.net. I'm on Instagram, The Healing Portal, um, and Facebook, The Healing Portal. Um, and I would love, I really, really, really want to be um, offering remote work right now because post-election going into a lot of us are going into shutdowns a lot of uh, locales are going into i think there's a state of emergency in utah for heaven's sakes mm. um, and then uh, holidays not yeah. only are the holidays so difficult but we're being asked not to gather with our families so there's a lot of stuff up a lot of grieving a lot of fear a lot of anger and this is a perfect time to do some work yeah so on that note, I am planning on discounting my uh, remote energy work for December. Mm. An intuitive guide, a friend of mine by the name of Aaron, who recommended it, and, said, <laughs> and I, it resonated. 
So, I mean, I, once again, like I told you all to do, I tuned in and it felt right. So I'll be offering 20% off of all my sessions in December. Ooh, remote December, 20% off. That's awesome. So, um, thank you, Kelly, for joining us. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to work with you and really kind of breaking down what is healing energy and let us know everyone. If you want to know about crystals, let us know. Cause we'll bring Kelly back and we could talk crystals. Yes. Yay. Yeah. They're and, passionate helping allies. So you might as well use them as yeah. Kelly swings the crystal that in one? the air. What's that this one? is Lapidolite. It ah. is stunning, stunning, stunning example of Lapidolite, which has become my new best friend. But we'll have a whole new session on that because there's yes. there's <laughs> crystals for depression, for energy, for psychosis, for you know anything. Yeah, healing. Wonderful. Thank you, Kelly. And if you're interested in reaching out to uh, Bethany and I, you can find me at erinpruitt.com, the real Aaron Pruitt Instagram, and Bethany at empoweringauthenticity.com and empoweringauthenticity on Instagram. She always F's it up. Oh, so I have I to I want to put authenticity. Her. I want to invert want it. To so that's my bad. Again, I, I, what? I used to call her empowered rather empowering. So I find <laughs> I told, I know. And it's one of those things too, where I was like, I, I, I was like, why this? Like, it's so long. It's like, you know, like what you just said, like, but that's what I was guided to use. And even I fucking fight with them sometimes too. I'm like, why? <laughs> I was like, Anyways. oh, I get to use my name. Yay. I know yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Lucky you. Hey, one last thing I wanted to say for me. And, oh, and, and. Um, I am lucky enough to sponsor or host these lovely readers at my place every Wednesday, yeah. three to six, not every Wednesday, but um, first and third is Bethany. The end of the month is Aaron Pruitt, you know, for a mini reading. So yeah. COVIDly compliant, very safe. And you get to be amongst the crystals yeah. and Kelly with her crystals and Anne's. <laughs> and the longest running sentence in the planet. <laughs> all right thank you everyone okay. for joining us thank you and thank stay you. tuned for intuitive hits we're going to be reading kelly and kelly and kelly <laughs> okay bye bye everyone <laughs>